episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I chat with small business owners. We discuss their journeys, pieces of advice, their perspectives, and sometimes I'll do solo episodes where I share accelerators for small business owners, early career professionals, really anyone listening to this podcast. And on this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with Sarah Henry, the founder and owner of Scripted Swirls. Sarah started her business at the beginning of the pandemic when she was looking for a hobby to pick up. She remembered how she used a letter for her sorority and decided to reignite that passion. So she sells hand lettering signs for weddings, home decor, and she even has some bridal jackets. I'm excited to dive into her journey, but before we do, as always, I would appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcasts app. You can also follow us along on Instagram, Facebook, really all the social medias. It's all at Virtual Coffee Podcast. I hope you all are having wonderful weeks, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Now, let's hear from Sarah. Sarah, thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee. Yes, thank you so much, Alexa. I'm so excited to speak with you today. Yeah, I am also very much looking forward to it. So let's dive in. Scripted Swirls, tell me all about it. (laughs) That is a big question, but maybe take us through how Scripted Swirls came to be, maybe the origin story of your business. Yeah, of course. So like many people back during the heat of the pandemic, when we were really all quarantined for that two or three month period, maybe even four months, I forget, try to block it out. But right. I was I was pretty bored along with many other. So I work a nine to five job and we were working remotely for that. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of time on my hands. My nine to five job is in New York City. So I used to commute like two-ish hours every day. So that was just time that was added back to my life. So to kind of like bring out my creativity, I bought an iPad. I was on TikTok and I was seeing all these different creators doing lettering. And when I was back in college, I was in a sorority and I actually taught myself hand lettering. And so hand lettering is basically calligraphy, like faux calligraphy. But I taught myself because someone needed nice handwriting for recruitment. So I taught myself back then and then I kind of let it go. Um, And then once the pandemic hit, I was like, oh, like I have time to pick up a hobby like many other people. So I started it then. I opened up my Etsy and on my personal Instagram, I um, would offer to make people jackets for their weddings. So I'm sure you've seen the future Mrs. XYZ jackets. So that was my first product, so to say. My best friend got engaged during the pandemic. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know what? I'm going to make her one of these. And I posted pictures and people were asking where I got it for her. And I was like, oh, I actually made this. And it was crazy because people were interested. I was like, I'm like, it's not good enough to sell. <laughs> right, um, right. But so many people wanted it and it was yeah. amazing. And that's where it took off. And then I dove into wedding signage a little bit. So yeah, it's been a crazy ride. So it's only, we're only about a year-ish old, a year and a half, I would say, but all good things so far. Yeah, that's excellent. Thank you for taking us through that. Have you found over the past you know, year, almost two years, that 
your growth has come from the products themselves? Do you do anything special to promote your products on social media? I'm just trying to get a sense of, you know, how did you begin that growth? Was it natural at first? Is it still just natural growth? Any thoughts there? Yeah. So at first it was kind of in my own, with my own people on my personal Instagram. I made an Etsy and Etsy is a great platform because they will bring people to you. They have their own customers, you can say. So they, Etsy will do their own promoting and they will bring people to you. It was pretty slow in the beginning. You definitely need to do marketing and promoting yourself. Lucky for me, my nine to five job is in public relations. So that was something I was kind of accustomed to. And also this day and age, it's really great because we have social media. Social Mm -hmm. media has taken my business to crazy heights. I was scared to make an Instagram at first. I was like, I don't really know what people will think of it. Like it's people from high school were going to make fun of me. And I was like, Mm. I got to a point eventually. And I was like, I don't really care. You know what? It makes me happy. And that's something that I've definitely gotten better at when making this business is confidence. If it makes me happy and I love to do it, I'm going to do it. And I don't really care what anyone says. So I made the Instagram. I promoted all my stuff. I had a lot of followers on my personal page come over. Um, A lot of people from high school are actually my customers, which is amazing. That's cool. And then another great platform is TikTok. I'm sure you know it it completely blows up small businesses, which is amazing. So I had one TikTok actually this past June. I guess it blew up. Mm-hmm. It has, I think it's at 13 million views. Wow. Was oh my gosh. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> so it was the sign that I was making in the TikTok is a acrylic wedding sign. Mm-hmm. So after that TikTok, I had probably 80, 90 orders for wow. that one sign. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to make these? What am I going to do? But thankfully we made it. We, I had to extend my processing because as you know, I do work a job during the day. So I really only work on my stuff at night and on the weekends. But that was really monumental for my business. It grew incredibly and I'm so thankful for TikTok. Yeah, that's incredible. And I want to dive into that more because I always think about uh, small businesses who videos go viral and they get all this traction and all these orders. Like, how did you actually get that done? Like, did you even have enough supplies? Cause that's going like zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah, I yeah. actually didn't. Okay. <laughs> so what I had is I didn't think anything would happen. Right. So I didn't have the correct amount of inventory on my Etsy. Mm-hmm. I think I, I said I had a hundred signs and then it would sell out after the hundred. Mm-hmm. So I didn't actually have that in my hand, which I now yeah. learned that I need to make sure my inventory is up to date. So thankfully I have like the best friends, the best boyfriend, the best dad. My dad <laughs> actually went into the city because I get my acrylic from canal plastics in the city. So my dad took a trip in for me and picked up all this plastic, which was amazing. (laughs) Some of my friends came over, helped me to paint the back of the acrylic, and my boyfriend helped me package everything and ship everything out. And it was really incredible. It's, I mean, I say it's my business, but there's so many different hands that go into it. And I'm just so thankful for everyone that helps me out. Yeah, and that makes sense. I think that's a great tip to other business owners to make sure you have the right 
inventory or as you were saying, you know, on, on Etsy um, or other sites, having it sell out once it hits a certain amount of orders. Like that makes sense. That uh, solves the question in my mind. Cause yeah, I was like, what do they do if they get like a million orders? Like how do you <laughs> fulfill those? I know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was great. I didn't want it to sell out because I, I loved like seeing the orders come in. It was mm-hmm. incredible. Right. I mean, but that only goes so far and then you have to make them. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no, what do I do? But I just have such a great support system yeah. around me. My summer was so hectic, the busiest summer ever, but it was great. So great. And mm-hmm. I mean, I won't take it for granted. I'm so thankful for it. Yeah. That's awesome. And is it difficult making TikToks and making social media content? And I always ask this question very selfishly because even for the podcast and I have my full-time job, it is so hard sometimes to gain the motivation to post on social media and keep up with the branding. And I can only imagine how it is when you're also selling a product, right? I don't make any money off the podcast, so it's not, I don't have that pressure, right, to make money. But how do you handle that? Are you making a Instagram post every night? Do you follow a schedule? Do you go with the flow? Yeah, so I, TikTok, one thing I learned about TikTok is you have to be very consistent with it. So I got into the habit of recording basically everything I do for my business and somehow people will find it interesting and they want to learn more. So TikTok, I try to stay consistent and do once a day. I found that the weekends, I don't get as much traction. Mm-hmm. So I try to do at least Monday through Thursday. Oh, um, interesting. Fridays, I feel like, feel like there's not much, not much traction on Fridays either. Mm. With Instagram, I actually use stories a lot. Um, I will record in real time on my stories um, and post there. Just because it's easier, I don't really have to create a video. It's just me posting a video. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll speed it up. I use a few apps that will speed it up because if it's just real time, it could be slow and boring sometimes. And as far as posts, I have the luxury that a lot of brides will send me their pictures from their weddings, which is amazing. So I Mm -hmm. always credit the photographer And I will use those photos because they're professional photos. So I can use those. I take my own photos, but there's no real posting cadence that I have for Instagram. I think that's one thing I want to do eventually when I get more organized is just Mm -hmm. be more, you know, functional with how I'm posting. And another thing is Reels. Reels is getting really big. The world is all video now. So... I try to repurpose my TikToks for reels and Instagram has kind of, I think blocked when there's the TikTok watermark. So there's, these oh, all really? these different, yeah. So there's all these different ways to repurpose your TikToks for reels and reels for TikToks. And that's just another thing. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, that's a good tidbit too. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. A lot of small business owners will also use Pinterest Okay. Yep. I heard with Pinterest, you have to be very consistent. I do want to get into that. I tried it a little bit, but you can, you can schedule your posts, which are great. Mm-hmm. So I definitely need to be more consistent with that because you can get a lot of traction from Pinterest too. Yeah. That's a good piece of advice. It's hard to keep up with. I mean, it's one thing to say like, oh, I need to make a schedule for social media posts and another to execute it. it it's quite hard. It's, I think you did a great thing of recording, as you were saying, like things that you already do to create your products and already do for your business. So it's like less 
full extra thing that you need to do or create. I think that's smart as well. Just showing the behind the scenes and using that as content. Yeah, totally. It's literally even I recorded me opening a package once and I posted it on my TikTok. People loved it. It was a thermal printer. So it was a Rolo and Rolo actually reached out to me. Wow. Like, can we repost this? I was like, yeah, of course. Ah, that's awesome. Those are good ideas. Excellent. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned some of your products earlier, but just give our audience, you know, if they were to go to your website, what are some of the things they can purchase from you and where do you ship as well? Yeah, of course. So I ship right now just in the United States. I want to dive into international shipping, but it is kind of different than what it is just to ship in the United States. So I need to learn more about that. But I offer mainly right now is wedding signage. So seating charts, welcome signs, smaller signs, cards and gifts, sign our guest book, stuff like that. Um, I can also do custom acrylic signs and then I do all wooden also. So I'll do wooden seating charts, um, welcome signs, cards and gift signs. And then there's also this other aspect of my business that I do, which are my rentals. So that is just for tri-state area events. So Mm -hmm. New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, um, just because they are very big and fragile and whatnot. So that has been a huge part of my business it's fun. I spend most of my weekends delivering two weddings. So I get to see okay. the weddings and I do have help also. Well, not help, but my dad and they are help, but mm-hmm. my dad <laughs> and my boyfriend help me on like almost every delivery. And I am looking to eventually hire someone to help me with them because okay. I started booking for 2022 and 2023 and it looks like the future is bright. Nice. The growth is incredible. I love to hear it. Congratulations on just growing and keeping at it and staying with it. I mean, have you, did you ever have a point in the past year to two years where you just thought this isn't working, I need to give up? And if so, how'd you get over it? And even if you never had a moment, you know, that dramatic, how do you stay motivated? You know, those nights where you're maybe producing your products until you know I can imagine 1 2 a.m or something like that how do you keep going any any advice there for other business owners yeah so honestly the beginning is hard mm-hmm. um you're not gonna have success in the beginning unless I mean some magic happens or mm-hmm. I mean it's not even magic it's you putting in the work I used to put in so much work in the beginning and I wouldn't see results and it was kind of disheartening for a little bit but you just have to keep at it. Consistence is really just key. Bettering yourself. Lettering is a learned habit. Mm-hmm. So you teach yourself. I mean, well, you can learn from someone else, but you will just get better and better and better as you learn, as you see other people, as you um, get other inspiration. So my lettering in the beginning, I look at it now, and I'm sure I'll look at my lettering now in the future and think the same thing. But it just was not good, so to say. But I, we are also our hardest critics. Right. So people thought it was great. But now I look back at it. I was like, were they lying to me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, definitely just keeping at it. Consistence is really key. And I feel like that's honestly anything in life, like nutrition and working out. Consistence right. is just key. And also how I stay motivated is it's something I want to do. Um, I love it. It's my hobby. So um, it's a lot of fun to me. And there's a lot of other creators that they'll be up awake at like 7am. And I'm like, I'll be watching their Instagrams or their TikToks in bed. And I'm like, okay, it's time to get up. And it's just (laughs) seeing other people are so great. So 
I try to create a welcoming environment to just because I feel like the small business community is, is such a great community to be in. I feel like we all feed off each other, which is, which is awesome. I completely agree. I mean, even being in the community in the sense of speaking to small business owners, you know, once a week or quite frequently, that community is so strong. It is so fun to be a part of that on Instagram and in the Raleigh area as well. And really all over it's, everyone is so tends to be so, so supportive. It's really nice to see. Yeah, it really is. Especially this day and age. I know everything is shop small and it's just, mm-hmm. it's so nice that everyone's really supporting it. I know like Amazon and whatnot are really easy to just go to and they're quick and whatnot. But you know, when you support small, you're really supporting a dream. Um, and I right. tell everyone that and it means so much to all of us and all the, our small businesses. I know that. So I totally agree. That's that's awesome. And where is the future for Scripted Swirl? Just tell me more about that, where you see it headed, as you see it growing. Are there more products going to be launched? Different, I don't know, types of things you can rent out, maybe getting into different types of events or something like that. What's, what's the future look like? Yeah, so I really do want to create a home decor collection. Oh, um, that's cool. Yes. So I do have a few signs on my Etsy you'll see now that are like over the bed quotes or quotes for your living room and whatnot. (laughs) So what I want to do, my next goal for the home decor section would be to do little collections. So a living room collection, a bedroom collection, a bathroom collection, a beach house collection, a lake house collection. So like really curated quotes and sayings and colors for all of those specific rooms or places in your life. And then even, even past that, like a nursery collection for babies so that my wedding clients can come to me maybe when they start to have a family, if they start yeah. to have a family. So then, then I could keep them around and really create a nice little community. Yeah. So that is definitely next for, and then for the holidays, I offer a bunch of things. I We'll do engraved cutting boards and I'll do ornaments this year. Yeah. So I want to do a bunch of little things to offer for the holidays. And yeah, I mean, just diving into more for rentals. I want to do, I want to offer acrylic rentals because some people will get a wedding sign, a welcome sign, and mm-hmm. they don't want to keep it. What are, you know, what are they going to do with it after? Right. So I want to find out a way to do that with acrylic and even wood and yeah, just expanding to offer more to my clients. Yeah, I love the like collection ideas you have. I think that's such a smart way to organize or even market what what you're selling and making. I, I just love that idea how you're saying, you know, the nursery, the bathroom, the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I can imagine that on a website too, right? Like go to go to the category, go to the room and here's all I the know. decor. That's yeah, awesome. I know. I that is something I really want to do. And I've been talking about it since last Christmas. I wanted to have it done by this summer, but that is a lot to take on. I just need to focus on designing it. I need to perfect my proofs also because I'm not gonna make one of each sign. I would probably create proofs of them and post mm. it. But then I also want to do I see a lot of small businesses doing hard launches. So they will mention that they have a launch in a few weeks and then that day they'll drop everything. I have a hard time with that because I kind of go with the flow. Things will Mm -hmm. pop up and maybe I can't make that date or whatnot. And then I will just launch something one night, like surprise. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So that's definitely something I want to do. I want to get more organized and plan things ahead in the future. Just because right now 
it's a it's a bit hectic. My life is a sure. Little crazy. Yeah, I can imagine. But it it sounds like scaling the business as it grows and like maturing your processes Mm -hmm. as that growth continues, right? As you scale, you need to change up certain ways you do things. And and that happens with time, right? As as the business naturally grows. Yeah, exactly. Smart. Awesome. How do you think of the product ideas and maybe not so much how you think about them, but what are the steps of, you know, making, you mentioned like that cutting board. How do you, how do you know where to get the, the cutting board? Do you have to edit it in any way or like, saw I don't know how, <laughs> how you design the products, but you know, how do you find that information? Like mm-hmm. I have this idea for a product. How do you make it a reality? What's the thought process and kind of high level stages? Yeah. So with cutting boards, for example, I have a laser machine, so it's called a Glowforge. And I'm part of a bunch of different Facebook groups with other glow forgers. That's what they call them. That's what I guess we call ourselves. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and there will be a bunch of resources on there. And then also Google. I mean, I just look things up. I know what keywords to use and whatnot. So for cutting boards, I actually have a wholesaler and I just recently found them. And I'm so excited about, I actually got the samples in the mail last week. I love them. So I'm going to order a bunch more now. And as far as designs for them, there's a bunch of different ideas. But last year, my best selling, I guess what I offered was a Lazy Susan. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that again this year, but I'm going to engrave them this year because I have the laser. One of my customers, it was actually my hairdresser. She reached out to me asking if I could do like a cute quote for her mother-in-law from her kids. Mm-hmm. So we did something and it said grandma's kitchen. And then I drew out a rolling pin and uh. in the rolling pin, I wrote where kids eat free. Um, it's just a cute saying like grandma's kitchen where kids eat free. Mm-hmm. So I offered that for Christmas, but I let people pick what they wanted grandma to say. So a lot of people would be mom's kitchen, mommy's kitchen, Nona's kitchen, Nana's kitchen. So it was like kind of, it was really custom in that way. And you can put any name that you call any close family member that you wanted to give it to. So that was a really great bestseller. So a lot of my ideas actually come from my clients and my customers, which is great. Other ways I get ideas are Pinterest and then TikTok, actually. TikTok will have a lot of ideas and sometimes they'll just pop in your head and you have to write it down. My notes are so hectic in my phone because there's all these different quotes that I love for a home. So lots of things to come, lots of ideas. I just need to execute them. Sure. Sure. But always good to have that backlog. I mean, (laughs) to pull from, um, and it, so is every product that you sell, or if I were to purchase something, is everything hand done? Or like you were saying, do you print them from the original design that you made say on your iPad? Like what's that process like? Yeah, so it depends. If it is done on my laser machine, it can be a file that is cut or engraved over and over and over. But that file can also be edited. So what I do is all of my engraved designs are still hand-lettered, I guess you can say. I hand-letter them on my iPad, and then I upload them to Illustrator and then to the Glowforge app. So it's a little bit of a process, but... I do really want to stay true to the hand lettering because that is probably the biggest aspect. So I do offer different, you know, print fonts, but as far as calligraphy and script, that is always my lettering. Okay, cool. And I, 
I know I'm getting technical here, but is it technically like your font that you created yeah, when you do yeah. that? Okay. You could say that. It's not technically a font because it's not, I didn't create it into a font. You can sure. create your handwriting into a font. That is a whole process. I don't think I would ever really get into that, but I do love using my hand lettering just because I don't have to purchase a license for it. So when you get into that, you need to purchase commercial licenses because if you are selling a product with a font, you need to have that license and you need to have, and the license needs to say you can make money using the font. If right. that makes sense. Okay. That does make sense. Excellent. That's cool. And so you mentioned earlier that, you know, you started the lettering when you were uh, involved in your sorority and you did mention that it's your hobby too. Like clearly you're passionate about it, but what do you love about lettering so much? Is it just, relaxing? Is it creativity? Like what is it about lettering specifically that really pulls you in? Yeah, I think it's, and the thing is like, I always thought, I, so I minored in graphic design in college and I always thought lighter lettering and typography was such like a beautiful aspect of art. Some people don't see it as art, but I just think it is so beautiful. So it's funny because on TikTok, there is, you'll, if you go on my TikTok, you'll see a lot of hashtags I use are hashtag hand lettering, hashtag writing videos, because people will actually go on to watch people write mm -hmm. because it is so, it's very soothing. It is right. so relaxing to me. There's nothing better to me than putting on a show on my TV and working on orders and lettering. I'm always looking for shows to binge. So if you have any recommendations, <laughs> let me know. I'm currently rewatching Scandal because I love nice. it. Nice. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, so it is just so relaxing to me and it just lets me escape. Sometimes like I'll forget to look at my phone and even answer people that I'm, that I'm speaking mm -hmm. to um, just because I'm so kind of into my work and into the lettering and I, I just love it. No, I totally get that. I mean, yeah, there's even on YouTube, right? Like ASMR videos of mm -hmm. writing and lettering. Yeah. So I, yeah. I totally get how that's relaxing and soothing and satisfying to watch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like uh, how people watch, what is it, muk mukbang? Yeah, mukbang? yep, yep. It's just like that for lettering. I right. personally hate to hear people chew, but yep. I love to watch people write. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you there. I can agree with that. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so you've had a ton of advice throughout this episode for other business owners, but just wanted to ask you generically, any advice top of mind for people wanting to pursue their passions or are starting along their business journey or even have had their small business for multiple years? What's kind of that top piece of advice you would give them? I would definitely say for people that are nervous to start, this is really not great advice, but just start, just do it. Don't wait for everything to be perfect, to tell people about it, to launch, because then you never will. I still don't think my stuff is perfect at all, but I would consider my business so far to be pretty successful. Also, for people that have had it for a while, and if you're not seeing results, consistency is 100% key. Um, just be consistent in anything that you do, whether it's posting on TikTok, posting on Instagram. And also another thing that I'm trying to get better at, but sometimes I just feel uncomfortable is letting your audience see you and speak mm. on your Instagram stories. That is crucial. Even if no one is responding to you or responding to the story, keep talking on your story. Eventually they will. It's all about confidence, really. 
if you're confident, people will believe you. If you say something with confidence, people will believe you. So definitely confidence is one thing as you're creating a small business and building it up, something that will grow with you. And when you're creating a small business, you will see so much growth in yourself. It is, it is so beneficial. It is amazing. Yeah, that's a good perspective too. the the growth in yourself. <laughs> we often discuss the growth in one's business um, or, you know, their the actual thing they're doing, but the growth internally too is just as valuable. I really like that you brought that up. Yeah, 100%. Like I mentioned, my confidence. I mean, I've always been a very confident person, but when I started my business after that, it's just been like, you know, why, why care about anyone else's opinions? As long as you're happy and... Mm-hmm whatnot. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed to do something you love. Just do it. Yeah, I totally agree. And even about uh, that piece about not being embarrassed. And even if it's something that the majority of people don't understand or don't like, like someone else likes what you like. Someone else has the same passion as you. You just have to find those people. And that's where consistency comes into play and just keeping at it and, and staying true to your passion. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And someone, someone wishes they had the guts to do what you're right. doing. So. Yes, exactly. Just, just do it. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm with you. Definitely easier said than done, but yeah. nonetheless, I do think that's great advice. <laughs> Thank you. Now the question I end every episode with Sarah is in this moment, what is your proudest accomplishment? Of course, can be related to scripted swirls or doesn't have to be, can be on a completely different topic, just kind of First thing that comes to mind of your proudest accomplishment so far? Oh boy, that is hard. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I would say who I've become when starting my business, honestly. I was in, when I first started it, I lost my grandpa and it was kind of like a, a dark place. So when I started my business, I was kind of doing it as a little bit of an outlet and to, be, to bring out my creative side. Um, and since then, it's just my confidence has really boosted. I mean, yes, I've had success and I've had a TikTok go viral, but Mm -hmm. that's not really what matters at the end of the day. I am a completely different person, I would say, than I was a year and a half ago. And I owe it all to my business Um, and not even to my business, but to the the work that I put into it. And it's just really been very rewarding for me. That's awesome to hear. And again, congratulations on um, all the growth you've had both personally and and with your business. And I am looking forward to continuing to watch your journey on on Instagram and other social medias. And yeah, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Sarah. And before we sign off here, where can people find you in Scripted Swirls? Social medias, website, shout them out. Yes, scriptedswirls.com is for my rentals. On Etsy, it will be scriptedswirlsdesign.etsy.com. My Instagram and my TikTok are at Scripted Swirls. And if you just want to go to those social media platforms, you can click in my bio and all the links will be there. But yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was amazing to talk to you. You are so sweet. um, (laughs) And you're such a gem. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah. Yeah, thank you.